Let's Get Real. We hear through social media, mainstream media, and word of mouth about toxicity, toxic fans, toxic relationships, toxic people. What is really rarely spoken is toxic religion. This is especially true when churches and their leaders embezzle, loot, and squander funds for their own purposes or for selfish reasons to prop up church individuals. How about the toxic religion that is an us-versus-them mentality? You may be asking, how can individuals remain in such a toxic relationship with their church or religion? Or how can I believe in God when I see the evils in a church or religion? Well, to answer the first question, it's really also carries over to the second question, and that is, it is the same reasoning behind interpersonal relationships. We, on the outside, see the issue, but the individual in that relationship does not. Alright, so how can we get a person out of a toxic religion or church while helping them retain their faith in God and Jesus if that's who they're following as well? You know, it's hard, but we have the Bible to help us give warning signs and still keep that person's faith. So the first sign of a toxic church or religious circle is favoritism within the group. Favoritism is natural and is a psychological trait that we as humans have. We have friends, family, and companies that we are more favorable to than others. This is especially true with politics, and that is where we will stop on that pot, on that particular topic. But the Bible states that while in the Old Testament the Jews are favored, it is when Jesus comes to earth and begins his teachings where we see a general change in God's outlook for us. There is no favoritism anymore. This is why Jewish leaders were eager to eliminate this usurper of the status quo. This extends quite ironically, to the Catholic Church when it came to the Crusades and especially the Protestant Reformation. Power is the root to favoritism. And the Bible in Proverbs, an Old Testament book, clearly states the issue about favoritism. And it says, playing favorites is always a bad thing. You can do great harm in seemingly harmless ways look at many of the megachurches and some close-knit church groups. Who are the ones on stage and are allowed to speak? Now granted, many have knowledge and degrees and I am for those people. But if you look at those who get the chance to actually speak on stage, whether it's announcements or anything else, or even video announcements, you know, they pretty much all have one or two things in common. So the first thing is they are thin and good-looking. Second, they are close to the leader, either in thinking, friendship, or even both. You know, God never cared how you look. There's nothing in the Bible that gives a description of the perfect religious leader, or even perfect religious figure. Heck, if you look at the olive-skinned Jesus model, he looks like an ordinary dude. He has some charismatic features, but in general, Jesus looked like any ordinary guy you would meet on the street. This is why I know this model is accurate. And this leads us to our next point regarding toxic religion, cultism, and judgment. History has shown cults in a bad light, and rightly so. Political parties, the Manson family, 
Branch Davidians, and I really can go on. Now, I have great faith in Jesus and God, but I am not stupid enough to use the God's will as the end-all, be-all answer to many difficult questions when it comes to God. Religion uses that. You know, as George Carlin once said, the God excuse, the last refuge of a man with no answers and no argument. You know, God bless George for that quote. I have been asked many hard questions when it comes to God and his people. I never once said, it's God's will, because it basically flies against really a saying by the pre-Crusades era Middle Eastern philosopher Al-Ma'ari. And he actually said, the inhabitants of the earth are of two sorts. Those with brains, but no religion, and those with religion, but no brains. You know, here at the Guild, we want people to have faith and brains. So that could really tell you why I never use the God's Will moniker. And for his time and today, this is all true. Let's look at it. Look at the Crusades. Look at Al-Qaeda. People are brainwashed into just believing in a leader without question. These groups judge and act in a cult-like atmosphere atmosphere that for now it really binds faith to religion and we know this because of Micah 311 which it says judges sell verdicts to the highest bidder priests mass market their teachings prophets preach for high fees all the while posturing and pretending dependence on God we've got God on our side he'll protect us from disaster today Judges, quote, sell their verdicts based on their political cult. When Micah says priests mass market their teaching, prophets preach for high fees, today we have religious leaders asking for high salaries and demanding special speaking fees that are far removed from the norm. At least the norm I figured. Now, you may say, Brandon, are you not doing the same thing? Mass marketing your teachings and demanding high fees. Well, let me tell you one thing. Actually, let me tell you a couple of things. I do not need a 14-bedroom, 13-and-one-half-bath mansion to shelter me from the elements. And definitely, I don't need limos, Mercedes, or BMWs to drive me anywhere. I am perfectly comfortable with my Volkswagen ID4. The only reason why I have the ID4, truly, is because my wife does long commutes, but at the same time, it also is an electric vehicle, which means I'm saving on gasoline, which, you know, today is kind of important. Another thing is, you may be asking, you know, what salary would I give myself? Well, for me, I don't want anything more than $60,000 a year, which is the current salary cap here at the Guild, by the way. And that price is up to 60 to 70% less than most pastors at large churches. Trust me, I've researched. My current fee for any outside Guild service is $200. I've never raised this price, and even at times have totally waived it. I do not have a paycheck with the guild. My wife is the sole breadwinner and she and I agreed to this. And I have stated to the guild masters that at any time I receive a salary above half of the capped salary level, I never ask for fees for outside services. This is in my contract with the guild. That is my belief because I am not chasing the almighty dollar. You know, I know, this is all true, you know, very altruistic of me. But that is my belief. 
You know, people have been burned by religion because of the greed of their leaders. Now, as I wrap up this week's message, I really want to tell you that I do not want people to follow the guild or myself without asking questions. Seriously. Any religion that does not allow you to question the teachings or faith is a cult. My faith should never be your, your faith. You have brains. Use them. Because in the end, as one anonymous person states, it's not about which religion is the right religion, but the fact that you accept there is a higher power much greater than yourself. And that, my friends, is what faith is all about. Until next time.